Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Uh, this is Roxanne Solonen here with Father Kyle Mitzker this morning, and we have Sister Mary Angela on the phone. Good morning, Sister. Good morning, Roxanne. Nice to hear from you. I think Father might know you. Is oh, that- yeah. How are you doing, <laughs> Sister? It's good to hear from you. I'm doing great, Father. How are uh, you? Good. Are you Are you calling us from down in Winona? New Alm. New Alm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, New Alm. Of course you're a New Alm. Well, uh, Sister, um, you are a handmaid of the heart of Jesus. Can you tell us a little bit about your community? Yeah. So um, we uh, were founded, we're very new, (laughs) uh, founded just about 10 years ago. Um, And so there are 26 of us in the community. And uh, the handmaids, uh, you know, we received... Uh, the gift of our charism from the Holy Spirit uh, 10 years ago, but we really live in imitation of Our Lady. Uh, in the Annunciation, Our Lady says, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it done unto me according to your word. And as handmaids, we really strive and live as Mary, as handmaid, as servants of the Lord, and so imitating her. And our, our main apostolate, our main way of living that out is being mother in the parish family alongside our diocesan priests. They're the fathers of the parish, and so really bringing in Mary's motherhood and her feminine presence to our parish family in the local church and uh, bringing the new evangelization, new life to our parishes. So. Now, Sister, of course, you know I'm the I'm the vocation director, and you, uh, you, you have such a... a a young, dynamic, vibrant community. I'm, I'm, I'm just so happy to be able to have you on the phone and talk to you about your community. Um, how did you, in your discernment of discovering what the Lord is asking of you, how did you come across the handmaids, and and how did you how did you sense that the Lord wanted you to enter this community in particular? That's a very good question because when the Lord does call, He invites to a particular. Community, um, each community is, um, yeah, particular, so there's that, there's that particular grace. And when I was discerning, I was a college, I was a senior in college, going to MSUM in Moorhead, Minnesota there, very close to North Dakota. And uh, my senior year, I just started to pray more every single day, just spent time in the silence and prayer. And there was just so much joy and peace in in being with the Lord, and I started to desire more and more just to give Him everything, recognizing everything as a gift from Him. So much joy in my heart that, yeah, just desired to give Him my entire life. So at that at that time, I kind of knew that was religious life, this invitation to lay down my life and give Him everything. But then it was, okay, Lord, where where do you want me? How have you created my heart to live out this religious vocation? For what community? What charism? And it was by word of mouth I had heard about the handmaids. You know, I had different friends in the Catholic sphere who talked about them and said how awesome they were. And so I Googled them, <laughs> and I found their website, www.handmaidsoftheheartofjesus.com. And I was just so struck by the beauty of how they explained their charism on their website and then the pictures. It was just so personal and uh, really, really beautiful. So I was just attracted um, as I looked at their website. And so then I came on like a retreat, a come and see retreat, to just come and see the life and experience it and get to meet the sisters. And it was in my time at that retreat that I was just so attracted to their prayer life. Uh, we do 
two Eucharistic holy hours a day, one in the morning, and then we come together again in the later afternoon. And then there are just different moments of silence, and our community is apostolic and contemplative, so that contemplative aspect of praying a little bit more than the average, like, active community. Uh, So I was just, I was actually so attracted to that, and, and so it was a prayer life that attracted me, and as I learned more about the charism, I would visit more and more the sisters, kind of um, just coming on a longer visit or a different weekend visit, uh, and as I spent time with them, just was so struck at the family life, how they really live family life. Uh, I was afraid in becoming a religious sister, that meant I had to give up my family or having a normal family, having, you know, a human husband and, and biological children, but... Uh, in experiencing life with the sisters, it was just so real that they were actually a family, that the way the sisters would interact and talk to one another, we would have meals together, they would tell stories, and it was just so clear to me that they actually knew one another. There was a deep knowledge of one another and love for one another that I was so struck by. And then that is really a part of, the, of our charism, of, of living as, as a religious family, and bringing that gift to the parish family, really um, fostering the family life of the parish as really God's family, this great family of priests being fathers and um, bishops being our fathers, and then the parish family of these are our children, and and, um, we have a great privilege to serve them. I'm just wondering how old you are. I'm just curious, because you have such a youthful-sounding voice, and... Yeah, I am 26 years old, so I entered, I got my four-year degree, and then I entered um, in August of 2015. So I've been here for four years now, a little over four years, and I would say I'm the average age. I'm a little bit on the younger end, actually. I uh, We have our oldest member, Mother Mary Claire, is actually 39, which is so surprising to people, because you say Mother Mary Claire, and you imagine an, an elderly <laughs> lady, but... Um, but yeah, we are very young, so we're learning. Uh, it's a great gift to have uh, the counsel and wisdom of other religious walking with us, but um, we're all basically in our 20s and 30s. Roxanne, did you hear that? The oldest member of their community is 39. Wow. <laughs> I love the handmaids. You guys are so awesome. You know what, sister, what really struck me about about what you just shared is, one of the ways that the Lord spoke to you was people telling you word of mouth. You've heard about the handmaids just from your friends. Then like Google, right? You mm-hmm. went on the yeah. internet and you looked up like the website and the Lord stirred in your heart from very normal reasons. Mm-hmm. But what what I think is compelling is that happens to a lot of young ladies, but they're not ma- able to make the next step that you did where mm-hmm. you went to the community to see them, right? That's what the Lord says to Andrew, come and see come and see and you did you went to the community and that's when the lord gave you all that confidence that this is this is the door he wanted you to walk through mm-hmm. yeah it's just step by step walking with the lord and seeing where he leads in that peace and in that joy and there's absolutely no commitment after coming on you know there are so many religious communities they have these initial come and see retreats and it can be a scary thing but there actually is no commitment uh when we have young women come we're just desirous to help them find the Lord's will for their life. It's not that we expect them to join us at the end of the weekend, you know? So it's just a free free opportunity to come, spend time with the sisters, get to know them, and experience the life, because, you know, we get to experience marriage on a daily basis, 
but religious life is such a mystery in some sense. We don't we don't necessarily get to experience it. So it's just like taking that next step of coming on a little retreat to experience the life and seeing where that leads. You know, um, if there's peace and joy, that's how the Lord leads. And if there's not, um, at least you're continuing to, you know, follow the Lord. We have Sister Mary Angela on the phone. She is a handmaid of the Heart of Jesus sister, and we are just uh, hearing a little bit about life there. I've spent time with uh, religious sisters, too, and unfortunately I didn't ask the question first about if that's what God wanted for me because I have loved the communities that I visited. However, my children, my five children, might not have uh, liked that I uh, said yes in that way. So um, I I, I absolutely love the the life of uh, the, the cloistered nuns here in North Dakota, and I've been to other communities as well. Um, what are some of the, we've, we've talked a lot about the surprises, some of the things that, that you've experienced as a sister that have have uh, awakened you even more to, to Jesus's love for us, and, and, and maybe something that you could share with our listeners that, would, that you want to share that you've learned. I have come to really experience spiritual motherhood as a real thing. And as I was discerning, as I had said a little bit earlier, uh, there can be that fear of giving up family life, giving up a human husband, uh, and and those children, those biological children that you take care of. And I thought, spiritual motherhood, that sounds like a nice idea, you know, um, maybe I'll someday actually experience what that is. But I have just come to truly experience Jesus as my spouse, providing for me and leading me and guiding me and really actually fulfilling the deepest desires of my heart. That I, I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think it was possible to be this this happy and fully alive, actually. And, and so the spiritual motherhood aspect has been a beautiful surprise to me of how deep I love the people that the Lord places in my life and those in particular that he places in my life, and there just have been many beautiful experiences of, of really, truly seeing the person before me, and, and through developing relationships through different apostolates, I help with 7th and 8th grade religious ed on Wednesday nights, and I just have had beautiful experiences of, of you know, like an 8th grade boy coming up to me and just sharing things with me that... I don't even know if he shares with his own mother, you know, these deeper hurts and, and even joys too. So I just, and I look at, I look at him and I just see his goodness. I just so deeply want, want his goodness. And at the end of the night, when I come home, I, I place him in Jesus's hands and, and every other person too, that I've just have grown in deep love and see their good and want their good so much that yeah, I wrote home to my mom one day, and I was like, Mom, I experienced this, and I told her an experience I had with a young teenage woman who I've known for a few years now, and I said, I bet that's exactly, you know, how you loved me when I couldn't feel like my beauty and goodness in high school, middle school age, and my mom wrote back to me and said, yeah, it sounds like you're her mom, you know, you you mm. experienced what I, what I experienced when I looked at you and saw your beauty and goodness when you couldn't see it, and mm. and so just yeah, very, very beautiful, surprising ways that the Lord has fulfilled that desire for, for being bride and being mother. Well, I would say if anyone is an evangelizer for the religious life, you would be one for sure. So if anyone is interested, Google 
the handmaids of the heart of Jesus, right? Can't you can't you hear her joy? <laughs> yes, can't you hear her, how, how yes, joyful is? yeah, it's awesome. So good to talk to you, uh, to Sister and Roxanne. Um, we were talking about Saint uh, Louis and Zelie Martin. You mm-hmm, know the parents mm-hmm. of Saint Therese. I know Sister Angela's parents. She comes from a very holy mm. family, so the apple did not fall very far from the tree. So good okay. to talk to you, Sister. Any last comments you want to make about your community? Or maybe We're better yet, young women who are discerning and thinking about religious life themselves? Mm, yes. I, I just want to say my vocation is the greatest gift that God has given me, and... Um, I just want to encourage young women to really let the Lord love them wherever they're at, you know, in high school, in college, wherever. Give Him silent time every day to speak to your heart. Whether you're called to religious life, whether you're called to marriage, Jesus is the fulfillment of all desire. And so uh, coming to Him every day just roots us in the truth of who He is, but how loved we are and who we are. And so... Uh, no matter what vocation uh, one a young woman's called to, it's, it's a call to love, and it's a response to love to Jesus Christ who laid down his life for us. So really an encouragement to, to spend time in the silence um, before the Blessed Sacrament, too, um, but daily to come to him to be rooted in the truth. Well, thank you so much, and uh, God bless your day, and I, I hope we can send some people your way soon uh, to join you. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you, Sister Mary Angela. All right. And now we're going to toss it back to the studio in Fargo, uh, North Fargo, and uh, preview the next show. We are running out of time, Roxanne. We are going to have to call it quits here. We've had too much fun with Sister Angela. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. All right. Well, it's been fun, Father. And uh, I appreciate your vocations perspective that always kind of uh, lends a little light to these conversations and, and God's calling. So, all right. God bless until next time. Yep. We're going to be back tomorrow, so more Real Presence Live. Stay tuned for tomorrow's show (laughs) next. (laughs) This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.